Hello, I'm Rupert Bell with my latest Racing UK radio podcast. Well, this week we're going to hear from a couple of Robbies from Ireland, hoping for something special at the festival. Robbie Power and Robbie Hennessy. But before we do, just a quick thought on the Corto Star situation. Clearly now, the will-he-or-won't-he-run saga will dominate the pre-festival build-up, and I and so many others hope he does. But as the Nichols team have reiterated, only if the horse is 100%. The only surprise in the whole thing was the delay in revealing the information about the schooling fall. I'm not sure what was gained by the delay, but clearly now the PR machine is in full swing and we cannot accuse the Nichols team of not keeping us informed. Although Edward Gillespie, the Cheltenham chief exec, says they never build up any one horse in the lead-up to the festival, clearly this year, given Corto Star's stunning efforts, it will seriously take the gloss of what, as usual, promises to be a fabulous four days. And it could easily be another brilliant year for the Irish. 13 winners 12 months ago, they once again look to have a strong hand. One jockey who could benefit from this is Robbie Power. Last year, he rode his first winner partnering Boston Angel to success in the RSA chase. And he heads into this year's festival with a string of fancied rides for his boss, Jessica Harrington. Indeed, he takes a ride on Steps to Frieden, who the Irish will look to give them a winning start to the meeting in the opening Supreme Novices Hurdle. Power's well aware he goes to the festival with serious hope of adding to his winner's tally when he caught up with Mike Vince. Yeah, hopefully um, we've got a great team going this year. Um, obviously Steps to Freedom in the first race, the first day, and Oscar's well in the champion, Big Zeb in the champion chase, and two good rides in handicaps, Jetson in citizenship at the moment. So, uh, Looking at it, has it helped from your point of view that, I mean, everything seems to have gone so smoothly for everybody this year, because, you know, with about days to go last year, we were trying to get a run into this and get a run into that. Um, it does seem as though you're going to get to Cheltenham versus basically via Plan A. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Um, we've had a f- very mild winter in Ireland this year. We've had no delays and touch wood so far. All the horses, everything's gone um, perfectly right with them. So, as I say, it's um, all systems go. 13 last year for the Irish, though. Is there perhaps almost too much of a, a feeling of expectancy because of what happened last year? Or do you really think there's enough there to get, well, with you putting a couple in there, uh, the 12-13 he's on again for the Irish yeah well, you've always got to believe um, I'm concentrating on my rides at the moment and um, if I come out chatting with a winner or two I'd be happy more than happy a start on day one with Steps to Freedom who goes with a favourite chance in what looks an open looking supreme yeah it does um, the plan's gone perfectly well with him he won there in November he's got course and distance for him which around Cheltenham is a, a major help um, we know he handles the track and as I say um, he's been working very well at home and can look after himself in a big field because that uh, supreme is one race that always the winner needs a little bit of good fortune. Yeah, of course. I think for every race in Cheltenham, you need a little bit of good luck. Um, he's flat, tough horse off the flat, and he's had plenty of um, hustle and bustle in the bumper and entry last year. So um, it's not a really worry. Interesting decision by Oscar's wealth connections to go for the champion because I hate to remind you of it, but almost certainly if he hadn't missed the last, he'd have been going to this year's Cheltenham Festival as a two-mile five winner at the festival from 12 months ago. Yeah, the one thing about him, though, he's got a fantastic cruising speed. Um, he almost travelled too well in the Neptune last year. Um, we were kind of thinking after Cheltenham that we should have gone for the two-mile race, but he's just a horse that as the season went on, he, he got quicker and quicker. Um, he's done the same this year, and as the old saying is, should never be afraid of one, so obviously it's going to be very hard to beat Hurricane Fly, but if... Uh, Something goes wrong on the day, hopefully we're there to pick up the pieces. And you're obviously thinking that with the likes of Overturn in there, 
um, they're going to be now hanging about yeah obviously just a couple of known front runners overturned Celestial Halo maybe one more it'll be a strongly run champion hurdle and there'll be um, no hiding place and that will presumably play to his strengths you just sit poised and press the go at the bottom of the hill yeah please God if uh, the go go gallop he's got a great cruising speed and, and he keeps it going so poor place up we'll be over the moon so optimistic noises coming from part well the other Robbie in this week's podcast is trainer Robbie Hennessy the trainer of Ruby Light apart from an early season fall at Goran for Hennessy's horse it's now all systems go for Cheltenham yeah hopefully fingers crossed now the nerves are starting to kick in and uh, oh, we're looking forward to it and I mean let's face it just that one blip of the goal. I mean, he's had a wonderful season, just that, that one blip apart. Yeah, he had, a, he had a great season. It was just um, early on in the season, things just, just didn't go right. The fall at Garen Park, then he got sick, missed a couple of engagements, came but bounced back, brilliant. Um, he's been great ever since. And you go with a favourite's chance? I think so, yeah. I'm, I know more about the for, weather forecast in Cheltenham than I do in, in, at home. Um, how significant, how important is the ground to this horse? It's it's not that it's important. It, last year he ran a cracking race on good ground. Um, it's just he is a better horse on softer ground. So the softer the ground, the better he'll be. And they always go a good clip. Well, that's suit. Yeah, he's he's plenty of pace. He's um, he's very fast. He, um, there was even suggestions from some uh, experts of running him in the champion chase. He's that fast early on. So a fast pace would probably suit him. And uh, around Cheltenham, I mean, you need a bit of luck, but he's, is he give, you just feel he is the horse, they either act or they don't. Yeah, he, he acted well there last year, and, and he was more or less a novice only last year. He's got a year behind him now against big boys, so um, he, he should he should be all right around there. And what about Robbie Hennessy? I mean, great for a, a small yard to be able to go and have a major shot at one of the big prizes. Yeah, we're delighted. You know, we, we, we came off um, on the back of sublimity there when the champion hurdle we thought we'd never have one as good as him again. It looks like we're, we're going to have another special horse on our hands and it's, it's exciting times. So the Irish will be anticipating another bumper week with trainer Willie Munns likely to be at the forefront coming mob-handed. For me though, before the festival, it's a quick visit to Dubai for Super Saturday which should offer plenty of clues for Dubai World Cup night at the end of the month. There'll be plenty of British runners this weekend and the action will of course be on Racing UK. And from a personal point of view, I'm hoping for big runs from my brothers Wigmore Hall and Margot Did. Enjoy your racing week.